you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I, I think if we stick it, to this I rundown, I reckon we could do it in seven. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi, and hello, football fans. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program. I hope all's well wherever you are, although, of course, unless you're in the, the city of Philadelphia, your heart's probably heavy. If you like the game of pro football, it's over. Why, your heart's heavy. Let me just say hello to you. Okay, Can I say sorry. hello to you before yeah. you start you made clapping your you gums? Made an error. I didn't make. My heart is heavy. We don't have football for seven okay. months. Okay. This is like when uh, when the holidays end and you wake up and it's a, and you're in a cold weather climate and it's January second and there's nothing. When I was living in Chicago, January second, I would wake up and realize, oh no, this is the worst day of the year. We have the longest stretch. I don't know when we're going to see the sun again. I don't know when it's going to get over freezing again. And there's nothing to celebrate to distract us. Like mm. when Christmas is around, okay, this is, oh, it's festive. Then all of a sudden the festivities are over. The lights get turned out. Grim reality. You understand? I did That's kind it. of. I mean, lights I would... went out in the stadium up in Minneapolis. Grim reality, handsome Hank. Here we are now. I, but I'm buoyed. I, I'm like three. I think there's probably another couple of days that will carry me through after the game we saw and the week we had in Minneapolis. Then probably like this Saturday, Sunday is when the realization for me, and I'm not as quick as you. I see. You're but right. the realization right. dawns that, oh, what am I going to do this Sunday? That's a that's a fair point. All right. Now let's say hello to him here. He okay. starts out with a keen point, and uh, he is our resident Miami Dolphins fan all the way from London, England. By way of, I'm not sure, wait, which is it? By way of Minneapolis, one of the two twin cities up there in Minnesota, we did have a gay time, no matter what anybody else, all the curmudgeons. It's cold outside. It's so cold. Let's talk about all of it. Let's talk about the great game and the week that preceded it, our Super Bowl week experience. Here he is, everybody, help us, uh, helping us out, <clears throat> as he always does to uh, cover all the nitty-gritty in pro football. It's handsome hang. Enough. Let's no, let's play the whole thing. It's that time of, year, this time of year. Yeah, what are we in a hurry? What are we doing? Go ahead, play the we full got thing. Nothing. Here, MVP. He's handsome, he's handsome, he's handsome. Hello, handsome. How are you? I'm very well indeed. Thank you, Dave. Are you really? Well, how yeah, was it? How, so let's start. With the most recent stuff, uh, you walk back into your door here in the Los Angeles area. The kids were over the moon. Yeah, they were. It's happy to see me. I've actually got as well. My parents just arrived in town ah. from London, England, um, and they came in to watch the Super Bowl uh, here uh, with my my. I watched your gridiron they game said on that Sunday. She, my mom we're said, "We're very proud of you, Henry. Although I'm not quite keen on your brand of football." I'm going to write. I'm going to write in? a script. This is what she actually said to me when I. Um, oh, great! Uh, when I arrived yesterday, MOVP. See to it that uh, we get 
uh, Handsome's mum in here before she uh, she soars back to the UK. All right, I will, yeah. Emma. See if you can book her. I'll well, put. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you her I'll agent reach out contacts. To her people. Cool. Yeah. Did you bring the kids anything? Uh, yes. What did you bring them? I desperately scrambled for things as we were leaving. I managed to collect um, as NFL stuff. I don't think you got this. We were given. Uh, coins and badges that you could give to people who were working in the stadium or around the city uh, to recognize how well they had done. You know, if if someone hey, was very nice to you, it's a cool thing to I'm do. I'm an I, ambassador. I feel I, that, like I, I feel like there's nothing ambassador. I like doing more. There was a, one man who kept letting me through the door. In fact, I think you and a lady as well who the room. We'll get into this in a second, but the room we spent a lot of time in during the game itself. Every time the lady let me through the door, she had to scan my thing. I was like, "You're doing a terrific job here. Have a coin, and I think it got you a discount off something." Oh, well, so that puzzle was nice. tough to you. Yeah, I wish I had a uh, pocket filled with those things. Um, yes, I, uh, I, I'm i interested to hear. So you gave those to the kids? <laughs> yeah. I gave so basically badges. you gave them free junk. What kind of gift is that? Well, I mean. It's uh, not a gift. So this is what my mom, uh, so uh, as, as my mother or surrogate mother, this is what I was met with after I said, you know, how was yesterday? Did you have fun? Sweet child of mine, welcome home. This bit is unscripted. Dave's gone off script at this point. Here's what I actually said to my dear sweet Henry. I don't usually like watching American football, but that was actually quite good. And scene. That is what happened. <laughs> I was like, oh, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Converted another fan for the UK. See, look at that. There you go. I brought back my kids. Uh, I brought them back uh, Minnesota Timberwolves gear. Pro tip, they're both basketball players right now. Yes. So that's point. why I did So it. what did you bring them? Uh, you know, jer- uh, T-shirt. T-shirt. Stuff like that because they're uh, very big on uh, on hoops right now. Then plus, of course, I got uh, – because I like to get them the authentic stuff. I guess that's right. the point. I make fun but uh, of you but bringing what, but- stuff. But stuff from the Super Bowl. But that's not from the Super Bowl. No, that is you know, but no, but I in in lieu of uh, on uh, out of fear that I might not get anything right. good. This is the pro tip I'll give to you um, for future events. The first day you get there, buy the stuff well, because his, once you get into the mix, then it's too busy. You can't go out. And I shop. I agree with you, but in principle, I agree with you. But I also am aware that the last day that you're there on the Monday after Super Bowl, everything is discounted by fifty percent. Ooh. In all the shops, and like they have, if you if you go to a Super Bowl city, in, in a few of the hotels, they'll have stores in there with Super Bowl gear and everything. The Monday morning is is fifty percent off. Well, that's a great off, point. But I left at five a.m., so I didn't have a plan B. Well, I mean, I, that's a great tip. I'm not as cheap as you are, so that's not a that's not as big a problem. For I me, am cheap. I don't mind. I gave them free, um, free stuff. I and they loved it all, by the way. As I'm standing right after the dynamic Super Bowl. I am down on the field, and we'll get into that in a second. Just crazy. I mean, just really crazy stuff for, for me. My, my Super Sunday, again, insane for a schnook like me. Um, as I'm standing down there on the field, I feel my uh, phone buzzing, and I look at it, and, uh, and it is, in fact, uh, my kids uh, FaceTiming. Oh, I'm like, oh, I'm cool. down here on the field. Uh, check it out. And, uh, and then I, 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 I can't really – no, no, they did. They, they were actually engaged. And um, and then I said I just can't hear you. I'll 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 check in with you later. And uh, then I get a text after I hang up with them. Um, uh, Oprah texts. Um, Please bring me some confetti. Confetti. Or as you say, yes, confetti. 
Um, and, Why don't uh, you let me say it? If I, if I just said it, you don't need to say it again. You're right. Confetti. 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 No, confetti. 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 Some confetti. So, uh, so, so Oprah texts confetti, please, and then, uh, and then uh, Jean Claude Van Damaschek, just to make sure we were clear on on what right. they what they wanted, he uh, he then followed up that text with one of his own from the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, so I was well, oh. Oh that co- oh that confetti. So, not, so like if I just see confetti on sale somewhere, don't well, you get pro- that. You probably got still got some in your pants and eyes uh, <laughs> from from the great confetti dump of uh, six weeks ago. Well, I am owed another celebration, or in fact, maybe I already got it from one uh, one key member of the Philadelphia Eagles, and I'll tell you about that in just a minute. Here, if you are looking at us, can't wait. We have uh, a little bit of confetti from the Super Bowl field. I took I took heaps of it. I loaded up all my pockets with it because I know they love it. And uh, the kids and uh, and my Eagles fans, friends back here, I like to get it for them so I can uh, deliver it. it. It's a great uh, – it's an invaluable uh, – What's cool about it, and I don't know if anyone's watching, and I will do my be- very yeah, best. Yeah, I know. It's all is folded it's, up. It, but it actually is in the shape of the Lombardi Trophy. Uh, yeah, it really when it comes out of the th- machine, I went around the back of where the machine because I'm interested in how things work, Dave. And I went around the back of there. The bo- the guy that was the guy that was pumping the confetti through there was having the best time of his life. Oh, really? Oh, he was loving it. He was like, "Yep, more." The it makes this loud noise. The crazy. Like, yep, we'll, we'll get some more out there. It's like I'm sure at some point we we're done now. We don't need to pump. No. Nope. No, no, no. Gotta be having safe. a great Better time. Safe than Better sorry. safe than sorry. We don't want any. St- inch of this field to be without a, fi- a foot of confetti on. It did occur to me, and I know that uh, that uh, people who live in uh, in the state of Nevada, some people there uh, didn't think, d- did expect the game to be close, but I could also see being of the mind, at least as soon as the title games ended, or in fact, as soon as the AFC title game ended now two and a half weeks ago, I thought to myself, well, that's it. Now, now, now we're doomed to a boring Super Bowl. The Why Patriots, did you think that? I, in the moment, I thought the Jags give America the best chance at a compelling Super Bowl because a defensive matchup, you know, if it was the Vikings right. at home against the Jags and all that, that could be really great stuff. And I just thought that the Patriots, in that moment, I felt this is the tougher test for them. They're going to whip either team that survives the NFC. Yeah, yeah. As the game approached, I started to be able to see – I guess the Eagles are kind of built, and then it all comes down to whether or not Foles can get it done. And for the fortnight leading up to it, you know, Handsome, I said over and over again, one recurring theme for me was I have a fertile imagination. I've said this at least 17 times. I have a fertile imagination, but it doesn't uh, it, it doesn't expand to to uh, to seeing Nick Foles holding up the Lombardi trophy at the end saying, we did it, and um, – and, uh, spoiler alert! In case you have a DVR, that is how the Super Bowl ends. Mm-hmm. So I hate to lead with that. But how many people listening to this podcast do you think don't know what happened? I bet there. I bet there's someone, and if there is, congratulations to you for finding us. <laughs> what? Imagine the weird. Why you'd be listening? To Imagine this. the weird. But be like, I'm not really interested in in football. I don't. You know, I didn't watch the Super Bowl, but I I love listening to these guys. Yeah, but they're they're just so delightful. Speaking right. of delightful fellas that you like to listen to, I paid a visit to uh, two of my favorites in uh, sports media. Nay, in all of media, they had a great 
what amounted to a late night show that, in my opinion, held up comedically with all the late night shows out there. Jay Onrate and yes. uh, Dan O'Toole. Saw Canadians. It. Canadians. Yes, they eh? resided here in uh, in Southern California for a bit. They're up, uh, you know, uh, legends in uh, in Canada, um, in Toronto, and uh, and so I, I I kibitzed with them. Post they call it in in Toronto. They call it Toronto. Tor- but now you know what they always say. They say Toronto, Canada. Which is the equivalent of like, where are you from? I'm from Pittsburgh, USA. Yeah. Um, but either way, so yes, I kibitzed with them and we had a good talk. Dig up uh, their most recent uh, podcast episode is always great. Uh, Wait, so you spoke to them in Super Bowl week or since the Super Bowl? I spoke with them on Monday, uh, in fact, on my way to seeing my kids for the first time in eight days. And as I was approaching, I realized... Yes, I'm anxious to see the kids. Can't wait to see them finally after eight days. And then I realized, based on the hour, oh, it's it's dinner and bath time. Maybe all right. Maybe this is a perfect time to take a call. See them post bath when they're all in jammies. And uh, one more day of not having to do that is. <laughs> you bring your cheap uh, free crap back to them. That's uh, that's your. That's fine. I but I didn't. That's I your didn't, paternal. I didn't just state. renege on my parental responsibilities. Oh, and also, what was that spaghetti? Please speak into my ear. I, I, I just speak to the people. Don't just tell I me. Lo- it's Eddie's back there. This Hi, Eddie. Just, hello, Hank. Uh, this I just tried to keep off the air because it's just to, to promote the Tomahawk podcast that you also did with Joe Thomas and Andrew Hawkins. It's up where? Well, we have the clip. We could we could let people know. Oh, so wait a second. We're going to put it on our show. Yeah. Yes. You were, you sat down with Joe Thomas Andrew Hawkins. Right. Tomahawk show. I had forgotten about Dave, this that. seems like a good Speaking time. Speaking of which, where were you, Spaghetti? I didn't see, I didn't run into you once during yeah, the Super Yeah, uh, no, I was here. I was here. Thanks for asking. I was, oh, why did you stay uh, here and not go? What? You know the I Super Bowl was, was in Minneapolis. Why did you stay here? No, I was here working, uh, you know. I know what he was working over, on. Overtime most days, uh, but I was here in sunny Los Angeles while you guys were enjoying yourselves. In, Don't uh, do that. Hey, so. You're better than That's that, good. Spaghetti. You're better than all these these curmudgeons that Handsome and I were toiling yeah. with up there for the whole week. You wouldn't. You oh, wouldn't it's so cold. Oh, I can't. I mean, that that's the bit all week. All yeah, week. Yeah. Come on, bit. guys. It's every cold. Yes, segment, you're in. You're in a cold place. It's going to be cold. Every You've, television segment for seven straight days was like, "Hey, miss you back in L.A. Uh, I wish I were back there, but it's freezing out here. Oh, I, I hope I can get like." Oh, who? All right, it's chilly outside. We get it. Why is that the thing? I'm sorry that that you were sent on so, uh, on the commissioner's dime to get to right. uh, get the cover North America's biggest, most important. Well, the, the thing event. was, Dave, it was a surprise to them. I mean, uh, they've only known this for four fair. years that's that they fair. were going to have to go. So it was like, <gasps> I could have done some research into what the temperature in Minneapolis might normally be in January slash February, but if if somebody said. That uh, hey, you are going. We're going to send you up to Super Bowl Fifty Two to cover it, and to shovel all the snow. Then complain. Complain. And it's like wait, that, that was not at all a part of our right. our contractual agreement. Then you have reason to complain. Short of that, though, shh. People don't shh, really want to hear you complain right. about having to have having to talk about football because it's chilly outside. And by the way, for the most part. You get, you leave your hotel, you're out in the cold for eight seconds, then you get into a car, then you drive somewhere, then you go go out into the cold for another eight seconds, then you go back inside. Right. Shh. You'll be fine. MLB 
However, she did go outside because I uh, one thing I wasn't willing to do, and Handsome Hank knows this as well because he also understands our arrangements. When it's time to eat dinner, which Handsome and I do most of the time when we're off at a Super Bowl week, yeah, it's well, of course, the first order of business come to me. Yeah, it's on all on we'll, Dave's yeah. terms. Dave was like, "Yeah, you if you come up here, I know some good places around here." It's like, "Yeah, fine." And then then the last, well, we'll get to this maybe, but the last night, oh, we're I've, getting to it post now. Super Bowl. Dave, I, Dave was at my hotel because that's where we got dropped off. He's like, how do I get back? I was like, you, that's right. You never actually never left actually your own hotel. Outside. You never actually. So, so all, yeah. the, all, this, all this noise about, not my business. about being brave with the cold because you never went point. into it. My, that's my point. It requires no bravery to be there when you never are in it. Or if you tell everyone it. to come to you, yeah. Right, wow. you had a car service the whole week, you know. Yeah. Like it, you don't it tell people my business about a car service. <laughs> We come to you. How do you know? I didn't uh, ride a bike everywhere. Oh, because oh, I, already I arranged admitted. all those rides. Oh, yeah, that's all a right. good point. But Dave, you know, when Eddie was here, he was working on something big. What's that? He uh, he made us a rundown for the show. Oh, let's go over that. Let's <laughs> see what we should talk about. Like pros do in a podcast, he wanted to try and bring the right, little more professionalism. Here's what here's what we've got. Down. Here's what we've got coming in this show, just okay. so that everyone's aware. Yeah, this is just our big warm up. Okay. After oh, we survived the cold. Right. We did, or somehow we... Yeah, yeah. we, that, we that's all appetizer we to beat, what... We beat the odds and we survived the... Uh, the, uh, the, the, the uh, our, uh, our, uh, just let's go. Okay. So stick with us, everyone, because here's what you've got coming up on the show. Let's go. Dave, the first topic we're going to get to after we've told everyone what's coming is, how was being there at SBLII? Oh, we, well, we already started that. Well, so we did, started it, so we jumped well, ahead a little bit, but that? I think there's more to come on that. Did we do that, though, because Spaghetti got in our ears about it, like a good coordinator? Maybe, yeah, maybe you know, did, Or like exactly. a good head coach. Maybe yeah. even unconsciously. Um, the, the next topic after that is team of good guys won. Jenkins, Long, Smith, Kelsey, etc. America's team. Mm, well, it, but I, that's in inverted commas. So it could mean like we can decide whether it's America's team or not. I think. I, I, I'm that's going to be quite a discussion. I did make that declaration long ago. I made that declaration at the start of the season. But okay. So, in fact, we should talk about Let's what do we that talked then. about the whole season. Yes. Okay. okay. All good. right. Done. Hey, Dave. Foles was the MVP. Yeah. What's his future like? More pressure on Wentz? <laughs> I think that's actually an interesting conversation. But what's his future like with, with uh, the wrong uh, punctuation? <laughs> um, okay, then I'm going to do an ad read for Just for Men, which is a hair product that um, people use. After we finally resolved your salacious and fake uh, charges. I don't know that we that we've got all the way to We it, had right. a professional, Denise, who is in the makeup department, the head of makeup, who came on our last podcast just before the Super Bowl and confirmed what I've always told you, I don't dye my hair. Fine. Okay, fine. I won't I won't mention it again. Um after that we're going to talk about the Patriots lost the game. <laughs> they did. They lo- you know also what? the Eagles didn't just win the game. The Patriots lost that game. Yeah. Hand in hand. They lost both their coordinators. Belichick benched a star player. Gronk hinted at retiring. Okay. What's the state of their franchise going for? All right, we question mark. that. Okay. And then the Patriots are, f- are the favorites to win SBLIII. Eagles right behind them. Who has the better chance to repeat? I would say it's the Eagles because they won. So they would be the ones that have a better chance of repeating in my mind. Why but do you that- think that? <laughs> because you can't repeat if you didn't do it before. <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't even catch that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I, don't, I think we can skip that topic, I, and I'm I gonna say the Eagles, the Eagles are the only team. Better chance. Eagles are the only team next year that can repeat. Whoa, 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 whoa! If you want to make this about the Patriots and the Eagles, that's fine. But you want to extend? You want to put your all neck th- out? All say, thirty-two. They have the they have the best chance. I'd say they have the best chance in the whole repeat. league to repeat as Super Bowl champions. Interesting point. All right, see that's what we do. We stick. Our We're gonna break out. this down. Yeah, no, no, no timid opinions on this show. Then there's going to be an ad read. Another one for war gaming. I'm looking forward to that. Bit. Okay, and then, uh, then Patricia to the Lions, and then it says here rough last game for him. <sighs> Can't argue with that. No, indeed. That's going to be a good conversation. I think we, if we don't get to any of those subjects, I think we just said it just all right it there. All. But that's why I mean, Eddie. It's sad that he wasn't in Minneapolis, but I feel like his time was well used. He could have brought these things up to us, and we right. could have discussed them in advance. Yes, can I, can I have my rebuttal as to why <laughs> this is typed out. Yes. Okay. So with, you don't need to. It's, you did good absolute. work. We're telling you, you did good yeah, work. There's no need to rebut. Definitely. Yeah, definitely rebut a good work. Yes, definitely praising my good work here. I type <laughs> up a rundown because usually Emma does the rundown stuff. I know you guys are very more than capable of thinking of topics, and you're very good at this podcasting stuff, but just to replace what Emma usually does, I typed up a rundown, so we had something in writing, and I just felt like I'm doing... All right, listen. You, Did you, you write anything clever about like, like a TV show? I I wrote this knowing that <laughs> you guys would... It, it doesn't... It's you know irrelevant. what, though? It takes... It, it, you know what? It takes one kind of person to ask the tough questions. It's another level entirely to answer them. So, Spaghetti, I throw it back at you. Who has the better chance to repeat? Yes. Uh, I do know the Eagles are returning like 20 of their starters next season, but I I, I would have to go with the Patriots. What, they're going to repeat? <laughs> no, repeat. No, the, I meant get back to the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like that he just answered that sincerely. Emma VP oh, behind yeah. the glass just what, 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 couldn't believe. Spaghetti, why are you answering that seriously? Just letting it happen. I, it's just, I meant get back. You guys are taking – he's taking my, oh, my <laughs> American English – so literally, it's not American <laughs> English. <laughs> I want that to be a drop. My yeah, American my English. American English. Hey, Emma VP, <laughs> before we jump in on some of these questions, <laughs> your time was grand because you're not an Eagles fan, although you're from that area. You root for the correct team from Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. You root for the correct team, period, the Pittsburgh Steelers. However, like me, well, uh, by the way, first of all, if you're a Steelers fan, Surely, no one. It was not lost on you the significance of that Patriots loss. No offense to you, New England fans, but like Michael Irvin, that that I, I think it is a, a conversation that um, maybe not interesting to most football fans or to fans of about twenty eight um, football teams out there. But it is legitimate that it matters to 49ers people, mm-hmm. Cowboys people, Steelers people, and Patriots people, the overall Lombardi count. That's a legitimate race at this point, 52 in. And Michael Irvin really put a point on that for me um, or during the week when I asked him, who, so who are you rooting for in this one? And he said, uh, well, the Eagles, of course. And I said, Michael Irvin, you're rooting for the Eagles after the way their fans treated you? Obviously, they uh, cheered and, and all that when, he, when his career basically ended. And he said, oh, it's bigger than me. He said, you know, we, you know, we have five. We don't want the Patriots getting past us. Right. Certainly, I didn't want to have to share room at the top of the – make uh, room at the top of the mountain for uh, Tom Brady and company. So I found that to be personally satisfying for my mm-hmm. – uh, for my fandom, but MVP, more importantly, that's reflected glory for you and me. 
your friends and family were there, and that's the best. That, uh, you know, all oh, the Eagles fans are terrible. They're annoying. Not, not, I mean, I don't know. The one, the 19-year-olds are like, finally. How long have you been a fan, man? You've been a fan for like a decade. Like the, I've been through it all. It hasn't been since 60. All right, you, you weren't alive for like 40 of those years. Right. It can't, can't affect you that much. But anyhow, that being said, uh, it, was, it was good times to – Bask in that reflected glory with Colleen Wolf and our pals Sudsy cool. and Chris Law and yeah, it's uh, cool any number of other uh, people who were who are Eagles diehards. Yeah, it was awesome to be there. My fiance was there with me. It was like the happiest. He's Is he an been. Eagles fan? He's an Eagles. Fan. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yes, at the time. Yeah, well, that's exciting. Philly, yeah, and he, right. He, yeah, the happiest I've ever seen him. I had to, you know, happier than when he proposed to you and yep. you said that's, yes that's two weeks that ago. That's weird that you would say that. I have to say. Really? <laughs> well, that's. Uh, I don't know about that, but all right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I can agree with. I'm you. glad that you can. I'm kind of kidding you guys, but. Right. Kind <laughs> of. I like it. Kind of. <laughs> yes, it was a great time, and uh, we'll get into all of it. Um, I like how we keep teasing the show, and we're yeah. about uh, 20 minutes in. I predicted before the show we might not be able to get to a half an hour here. How, where are we now? We're at uh, 24 minutes. Okay, so okay. I think we're we doing great. Another we're six doing great. Minutes. We haven't even started on Eddie's uh, Eddie's rundown yet. Um, Apart from like let's teasing do, the rundown. You know what? Hey, Which so bit should, do you want to do? Should well, I do an ad read before we jump in? No, no. Let's first talk about the actual game since we <laughs> uh, we barely touched. <laughs> okay, on yeah. It. Let's do that. Let's do that, and then we'll talk about our our experiences. specific experiences, yes. which were which were truly which were fun. grand and, uh, and 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 all that. So first of all. The big question. How I was guess, being there? <laughs> Super Bowl Fifty Two, Dave. I like. I like that. You could have taken. You could have saved your fingers. The time it was like, how was being there? We would not. We wouldn't have said like where. We wouldn't ask like being where. Were you talking about the hotel or? You know, oh, at the Super. At the Super right, Bowl. right, right. Um, yes, the game itself. <laughs> there were some curmudgeons out there, including Matt Money mm. Smith. Yeah, we should take this up with him. I want to. Who tweeted somewhere around the uh, end of the third I quarter? It, I wish there were less points. This is getting this is getting boring. If somebody doesn't punt already, this is getting a lot of that. Like this is. I saw. I saw one literally that said, "This isn't football." From a from a noted uh, uh, pal of ours too. Name it, this Name isn't them. Mark Cabali from Pittsburgh, okay. who we talked to. Uh, this isn't football. It's like, well, I mean, technically, it is. Yeah, football. it sure looks like it. I get your, I get your, the spirit of your point, but mm-hmm. I think it is football, and it was, um, I get it. Some people like defense and all that, but it was exciting stuff. Right. Yeah, hard to debate that, right? And, and I mean, everyone went it, going into this season. I remember, you know, having the conversation probably back in August. Like, what would be the thing that would trip the Patriots up this year? What might be the reason that they don't right. make a Super Bowl or don't repeat as AFC East champions or whatever? And the answer was, I don't know if you could, looking at the pieces on their defense, I don't know if you totally believe in them. And especially after Hightower got injured, that was the case. So I guess we shouldn't have been that surprised that they got into a shootout in a in a Super Bowl against an Eagles team that, granted, Falls had an amazing game, but it's, it's kind of stacked on offense. Well, you know, the X factor was easy to circle in this one. Nine. Is nine going to show up? Like, right. is the stage... And you can't read that. It's hard to, you know, they're, they're, I, I don't think it makes you a cynic to say, 
I don't know what Nick Foles is going to play like right. in the Super Bowl. He can. He certainly seemed cool and collected in advance of the game. You could buy that he was, but you don't know until he goes out and exactly. plays it. And generally speaking, that stage is going to be too big for a guy in that position. You know, he's never played in a Super Bowl. Tom Brady, as a comparison, a little unfair because Nick Foles has played in postseasons past and, and all that. And he's, he's more tenured than Tom Brady was when he won his first Super Bowl. But, you know, those games are kind of marked by, like, Tom Brady's first Super Bowl. They didn't say – Bill Belichick didn't say, hey, go out there and win it, man. Go go just throw it all over the field. Nick Foles, that's basically what what, uh, what Peterson said. Right. Hey, we, we, we need you to go for, like, 300 in this one and throw deep passes and all that and catch passes. Speaking of that, you know how um, they talk about, uh, you know, how, how people will summon who don't remember Super Bowls, and they'll say, wait, which which game was that one? What happened in that game specifically? Uh, you know, oh, the, the, the Bears over the Patriots. Oh, the, the one when uh, Fridge scores and Peyton doesn't. And uh, – and uh, well, which one was uh, Super Bowl twenty five Giants? Oh, oh, the Scott Norwood miss game. You know mm-hmm. that. I think this one will be. What is? Oh, which one are we talking about? The Super Bowl fifty two, the one where Brady drops the pass and Nick Foles catches a touchdown pass. I think that's how you'll remember this one. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about Brady's drop so much, but definitely Nick well, Foles' weird, catch is Nick a Foles, as, as a as a counterpoint to Brady's drop. Yes. Yeah, it was very uh, so. It's funny how um, Super Bowls over index for quarterbacks at least being thrown passes. I remember Elway in a bunch of their losses um, back in the 80s. I'm sure like there was at least a couple times where Elway, right? was, Elway was thrown the ball um, and and dropped. And like it's not something that typically happens in an NFL game, especially wow. back then when teams weren't as adventurous. I can definitely remember Elway um, being thrown the ball. Huh. Super I don't remember that, but I guess that you could reason that the reason for that would be that uh, – well, we don't have a game yeah, next week, so it, 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 exactly. if it goes terribly wrong. Right, what, like the, the bottom of the playbook, we're going to it. Yeah, I guess that, yeah, that, uh, that's a good point. Um, I love in Super Bowls, um, you know, there uh, some controversy mixed in, makes it a little spicier and all that. But what I love is, I, to me, you wouldn't have to have a turnover in a Super Bowl. I like guys who are stars doing their very best. I like the big stage, right. and, and, I, and I, as we always talk about, yes, Clement's game is spectacular. Nick Foles rising up with all that pressure when he has to know that all Eagles fans had been saying for a month in advance, we could have won the Super Bowl if Carson Wentz hadn't gotten hurt. And instead, he is seen as the reason, the reason we're not, we might not win yeah. this game. To shake that all off is remarkable stuff. Still, I love most in sports when a guy has all the pressure on him of being supposed to do it, and he does it. Alshon Jeffrey's catch was, I mean, that's in a Super Bowl he did yeah. that. That's crazy that, that he did that catch. in the biggest game of his life. I, that Stuff like that is uh, is remarkable. And the pressure that must, I, 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 you know, that's a recurring theme for us is that um, that along with the superhuman athletic ability, they have – a uh, they almost every professional athlete you talk to also has uh, immeasurable self confidence, and yet doesn't that have to weigh on you? This is the biggest game of my life, you know, and to make the biggest plays of your life is uh, is quite a thing. And speaking of that, I'll tell you. But that, but but just quickly on that, the 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 idea because he's probably not someone that I would say appeals to you, Nick Falls necessarily until what happened on Sunday. But he. 
just from looking at him, hearing him speak, you know, when he was with the Eagles the first time around, when he was with the Rams, he's a very, like, flatline guy. Yes. You, there isn't a moment where you're like, wow, Nick Foles is, you know, exci- I'd like to exciting hear his five or interesting. Best. I'd love to hear his five funniest jokes. Yes, yeah, like, exactly. That's yeah. not, not, not that guy. But that quality, which maybe isn't a quality, or, you know, the fact that he doesn't get too hyped up, was exactly what served him well on that stage was that you got a Nick Foles who was like, this is not too big for me because nothing's too big for me and equally nothing's too small for me. I'm just always Nick Foles. I, yeah, and I guess that is the that is a key for some people, not for every right. guy out there. But yeah, there but was for something someone, about for that someone in his position, thing, it's right. the exact is the ideal guy to have doing you know having to having to step up and play for someone who you know everyone else thought well with Wentz we'd have won a Super Bowl. It's exactly the right quality would be to to be a guy who's like I don't care. This is and this. I also buy that as opposed to other situations. I do also believe that that Wentz Foles relationship is sincere. That they yes. re- yeah, that, yeah. that Wentz I really buy that Wentz was rooting for Nick Foles. Yep. There was not a, a quiet part of him deep in the recesses of his being that were like, eh, it wouldn't be I the could, worst yeah. thing if Foles uh, stunk it up here. Yep. You know? eh, it wouldn't be that big a bummer. Uh, yep. I think he really uh, was overjoyed right. for his friend Nick Foles, not just for the Eagles and all that. Um, I think also the key detail, yes, Nick Foles is probably the story of this game, but – I, I, you know, best coach all time and all that, if you, you know, but Bill Belichick straight up. There's not a couple wonky calls. I th- Well, only one wonky call, to be fair, is the Corey Clement touchdown. I, 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 I and well, uh, we can talk about that, but to finish the point, I think Belichick straight up cost him the game. But, you know, you don't put Malcolm Butler in the game. I, I don't, I don't agree with that. You don't I, think, I think, that I think it, I, I don't think that was – I don't think – Malcolm Butler plays, the Patriots win. Why also – yeah, I do. I think if Malcolm You really Butler, think, I think Malcolm, Malcolm Butler, Butler he plays, he, they win. All season, he's been he's been. Then why, then why did Doug Peterson uh, ID um, row early on and say, attack? That's what he did. Row would have been on the field one way or another. As Bucky He'd have Brooks, attacked him somewhere. He just uh, – As Bucky Brooks likes to say – ID Waldo, where's Waldo? There he is. Go at him until uh, something changes. That's what they did early in the game. But Roe would have been on the field anyway. He would have been on the field, sure. They only had three DBs, a corner's dress. What? That was a, that was crazy, and I'm interested to hear how that uh, how how what what, what emanates think... from uh, from the insiders there over the coming days and weeks. Yeah. What went on? Um, that was weird. Okay, I don't think it's hyperbolic to say that Malcolm Butler. Gets a guy who played 97% of the team snaps through the season suddenly doesn't play any, and you don't think that's a major factor in the I result? Think it, I, def- I, de- I said it. I, it's a major factor. I don't think it's the reason that they lost. Of all the reasons. What, you what happened in that game? Why did the Eagles win it? Malcolm Butler didn't take a snap. I think that's number one over Nick Foles' great performance. Also, the other thing is, too, Belichick was very un-Belichickian in several places. Early on in the game, they had it fourth and half a yard down at the Eagles' five. They don't go for it there? They kick? What? What? That's you, Bill Belichick? Mm -hmm. They also, you know that when you're playing the Patriots, they always force you to do things or they get in your head. And that's another thing we talk about all the time. They always get in the other team's head and force them to do things and take certain uh, stances that they normally wouldn't. I don't think the Eagles normally would have gone for two in the spot they did. And 
they didn't get it. And I thought, well, that's gonna that's gonna end up being yep. that's it. they're gonna lose by a point in this game, aren't they? Because because of that. Because that's the, that's one of those things you've seen so many that, times with the Patriots chasing that mixed. I think I point. even said it to you just to cover my tracks. Yes, I was like, I, tur- I, I, I turned to Dave at that moment and said, "This will be the moment that everyone remembers." Yep, yep. And uh, they but everyone's that. forgotten about it uh, and until course, I mentioned it. And of course, a lot of people are talking about it, but it really is. To beat the Patriots, to win pro football games, period. You gotta, you, you gotta be a little nails. You just can't be conservative in the 21st century at this point if you right. expect to keep winning games. It's not, it's not a Big Eight game in 1988 where you just sit on the, take the air out of the ball and and spin the clock. This is not the way it goes. But that's been Doug Peterson through the season. That's right. And I think also I realized I. I think I said it to you or to whoever was around me. It was very strong. Well, you were, you did a lot of you were just at that at, at the point um, in the where we watched it and we will talk about it. You were just declaiming. You were just saying stuff into the room, hoping someone would would latch on. That's right. That's how I usually do things in yeah. life. That's what yeah. I, that's my. That wasn't just that day or that. No, room. no, I realized, but I it, it it became more and more apparent. At first, you were talking to me, and then you were just tossing it out into the ether. Yes, that's just, right. Bah! Yes, yes. Yeah. And to, to the cheers. Yeah, kind of like To the now. cheers. Fascinating point, whoever you are with the pot belly. Yeah. Um, what are you doing in here, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> the food was good in that room. It was good way. food. So, uh, so I thought, I think that was a major factor. And I thought that it, so, actually, so in advance of the game, in the fortnight running up to it, I kept thinking, ah, Foles can't do it. And then I woke up on Super Sunday and uh, suddenly dawned on me, Nick Foles can do it. And, and they are going to win this game. And I suddenly just turned the corner, not unlike I did. You, don't give me a stink eye. I, I'm, I'm did I tweet that stink. out? Did I tweet that out, MVP? But, Dave, but Dave, there comes a point where if you've if there are two teams in a game and you've said at one point or another both a, teams will win the game. I'm not game. allowed to change an opinion? Yeah, but then you would have said if the Patriots had won it, would you be standing with your hand up and saying, no, look, hey, I, I changed my mind and no. I believe that the that the well, Eagles that, were going to win. That's such bad, such bad It's nonsense. fine. I don't mind. There are plenty of people out there that do it, Dave. That that's is fine. absolute hooey and apple sure, sauce that sure. I wouldn't own that I picked it the other way. I picked the Eagles. But you also picked the Patriots. I was on a show with you on Thursday you were, was, where you picked the Patriots. That was three days away from when it mattered. I was gathering information up okay. to the last possible minute. Then I announced who was going to win. And I Eddie right. looks like he agrees with me. I also thought the thing that I thought to, the, the, at at halftime when they were down ten, and that was huge that they got that late score yeah, it to was. get up ten. That was huge. I thought to myself, self. I don't really call myself self. I don't really do that. Yeah. You also didn't think it. You just said it into the room as well. I call myself <laughs> champ. Champ, I said to myself, champ. <laughs> I don't think that the that the eagle uh, the that the Patriots can always be playing every game on the razor's edge like this and always win the game. And I had a weird vibe with about two and a half left. That two and a half left of which the first half the or fourth quarter. The, now the fourth we're quarter, now in I'm the sorry. game after the Ertz touchdown, which a hundred percent. I don't think anybody really doubts it at this point. That was clearly a touchdown. I did enjoy tweeting at uh, Jesse James uh, on both controversial catches when they were under the mm-hmm. hood. Uh, do you think that was a catch, Jesse James? The Steelers tight end, not the gunslinger from no, the West. No, no, I don't think he's on Twitter. No. The gunslinger, yeah. I don't think he is. Um, and uh, so I enjoyed doing that. And I do think that there is uh, something that that 
it's not as good as the Steelers themselves having gotten to the Super Bowl, but I do think Steelers fans can take solace in the fact that the Jesse James play clearly did impact right. those calls. Yeah. I, I mean, the Corey Clement touchdown by that measure, Would by the measure applied all season, cool. is a touchdown, right? I mean, there's just not. it's hard to argue that he doesn't juggle the ball there. Going forward, by the way, let me just show you this with a water bottle. I'll, you know what? I'll use a water bottle as my prop. Here is going This is going to be great if you're listening. Here's what, here's what going forward the rule should be. And I kind of feel like that that's what Al Riveron applied on that Corey Clement catch. I hope you do this right because I know what you're about to do. If it doesn't work, you're going to look stupid. The idea is control. Are you in control of the ball? Control, if you are literal, is are you controlling it Holding with your it hands? very tight. So I'm they, in control here. But if I throw a ball up in the air to myself and catch it, not like a little kid does, and so they throw it, like eight, they whoop, throw it whoop, eight and a half whoop, feet and whoop. run like whoops, I'm in control of it to the extent, yeah, as a, if I give football baby my, you know, the, the ball and I say throw the ball to yourself, catch it for yourself, he'll throw it up over his head and he won't be able to catch it. Conversely, if you tell me control, uh, throw yourself the ball, I am in control of it because it is in front of me and I'm throwing it to myself and I know right where it's going to land and my hands grasp it when it comes back to me. That's what Corey Clement did. He was juggling. Well, he, he, went, he was in control of the ball. It yeah. wasn't out of his control. He was he possessed the ball. Same with Zach Ertz. Same, by the way, with Jesse James. And uh, so I think I, I, I really do think by the letter of it, I don't think that was a touchdown for Clement, but I do think here it in the real world, logically, that was a touchdown. And the Zach Ertz one is beyond debate as far as I'm concerned. And I did think two and a half minutes left, he's done it too many times, and everybody said, too much time for Brady, and I thought, they're going to get him. This this has all been leading to that pass rush, which has defined the Eagles all through the season, is going to step up here where it needs it most. And so it did, and I was happy to see Chris Long and uh, and uh, Brandon Graham and uh, Fletcher Cox get that push when they needed it most and, uh, and heat him up, knock that ball out. And by the way, the game still wasn't over. They still, still wasn't lost exactly. there. Um, but uh, but soon after the uh, it did it, it did feel that moment felt like it was even though there was time left. I, I, I there was never a point on that when they had ninety three yards to uh-huh. go. There was never a point there where I was really like ah, this could still happen. I felt like the the Patriots at that point all the wind was out of their sails. Yeah, I guess I don't know. They never know. I mean, we've you seen never know. Hail Marys uh, get caught, uh, obviously. So uh, so I don't know about that. But um, anyway, now give us an ad read. Hey, Dave. And then we're going to get to our personal experiences. Hey, Dave. Yes. Um, support for today's show has come from an innovative shampoo. I almost could read that. Um, I want to introduce. What did you, you just say? A what shampoo? Say that again. <laughs> Please go ahead. Support for today's show comes from an innovative shampoo. Innovative. How do what? we say that? How innovative. We... No, I, I think that's... I'm going to stick with innovative. Shampoo. I want to introduce to you... Control. Is that true, England? Hey, UK listener, drop me a line. Do people say it that way or not? Are innovative. You, are you, you claiming that wait, people so what in the UK you, you would pronounce say it innovative. that Innovative. Yes. No, are you claiming that all of your would countrymen say. would say it yeah. innovative? Yes, I think so. I'm going to claim You've it. lied us before. Accidentally. I want to introduce innovative. Control GX, the first gray-reducing shampoo, an innovative shampoo from Just For Men. Just For Men helps men look their best so they can celebrate who they are, what they achieve, and how they feel, which is that's interesting. Um, 
They are relentlessly innovating and delivering smart hair technology that does the work for you, making it radically easy to get the natural look you want, like you, Dave. Mm -hmm. And now reducing your gray is as easy as washing your hair with Control GX, just like you'd use a regular shampoo until you like what you see. Subtle or not so subtle, natural looking results. Shampoo in, rinse out, and move on. Is that easy? You can get the result you want in about two weeks um, because you look as good as you feel every date night. We went on some dates. I wish we you'd, did. I wish you'd use Control GX um, when we went on our Why, you were ashamed to be at my side? Uh, you know, uh, every meeting, every guy's night out, we also did that, and uh, it'll be something to look forward to. So I'm looking forward to Super Bowl 53 already, handsome. Me too. I, I hope you'll be using Control GX. And if you want to, I can help you get 25% off Control GX using the code DAVE. Spelled D A V E. You pronounce that one right. Should yeah. you pr- be Dave. pronouncing it Div? Dave. Based on your innovative pronunciation? No. Dave, actually. At controlgx.com. That is the code Dave, Dave, D A V E, Div, to, c- to get 25% off Control GX at controlgx.com. Now, let's talk about one more thing here football. What? And is then it, we'll is get it into our, our football. Is it on the list of things that kind Eddie of. supplied us with? Do you think, handsome, at this that point, are you willing? How how scale of one to ten? How confident are you now about uh, my prediction that Bill Belichick has coached his last game with the with the Patriots? I was never. Con- I know you weren't, so you could say zero. I'm. I would say ten percent. Ten percent. I actually I'm standing think, by I, it. Well, I'm here, standing here's, by here's it. why, I, and I do want to. A get lot to, of weirdness going on. There's a lot of there. weirdness, but I don't believe. I think that um, in the moment. They could have pulled the plug, probably on not on on Matt Patricia, but on Josh McDaniels. I think I think the announcement this morning that uh, Josh McDaniels today is Tuesday. Uh, so Tuesday morning, I got a, an alert from NFL Mobile that um, that Josh McDaniels was going to the Colts, and when right. I saw that, that to me spelt that Bill Belichick will be. Back. I, I just see no relation there. There's the 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 idea that Josh McDaniels, who's a young guy should be signing to, to, first of all, succeed the all-time coaching legend. Well, who else is going to do it? I don't Not his problem. Why does Josh McDaniels have to take that gig for? Why He, he wants a 42-year-old QB and, and a bum roster. And by the way, I floated that the other day on, uh, on Twitter. I mentioned something like that, and I was immediately hit back by angry Patriots fans. Bum roster? How dare you? Like, yeah, did you look at your roster? It's not good. Your it's roster good. is You're good right. because of Belichick and Brady. That's the reason. Yes, Gronk is the all-time greatest tight end. But as you may have heard, he's also considering retirement. He's beaten up. He's not playing for another uh, five years, it doesn't sound like at best. And who else are you in love with? I I mean, yeah, uh, Devin McCourty, high end at his position. There are a few – Brandon Cooks is very good. Um, Deion Lewis is pretty good. Okay, but he's not – you know. I'm with you. He's not like, oh, I'm staying for Deion Lewis. I want to see what I can get out of this guy. Yeah, That presupposes that – People who are future head coaches in the NFL are like you or I, and have uh, and don't have the self belief. I'd rather not follow that guy. He was pretty good. These guys, all players, I coaches, so, have that confidence that I'm better at this. I'm as good at, the, at this as the as the and best of them the way, out there. You couldn't be in the position that they're in to have an NFL to be maybe getting an NFL head. But my hypothesis job without that self belief, so I get it. But Josh McDaniels is not saying I don't think I should follow Belichick. That's going to be tough. All right, but the, but but. 
part of my hypothesis includes the fact that there was some acrimony there, legitimate, between Belichick, Brady, and Kraft. That there, right. that, that was that that's that's got nothing to do legitimate. with Josh McDaniels. Like, what do you Bel- Belichick isn't friendly with Josh McDaniels enough to go like, hey, I wouldn't stick around here if I were you. You don't think that's a, that's plausible? Belichick is plotting his Actually, exit. Actually, no, boss. I've coveted your job the whole way through my okay. career. Why I would quite you rather... like to stick around. You, got, right. you seem to have won a lot of Super Bowls. Jacoby Bowl Brissett is is in Indy. Andrew Luck is in Indy. That feels like a better long term. Uh, I, I disagree. Proposition to me than forty two year old Tom Brady. Um, so I still think he's going to go. We'll see how that one all plays out. But now you let's... do. You really still do. I still believe it, yes. More so than you did before uh, before the game on Sunday? You know, I don't jive anybody, so I won't jive you now. A little less. But, yeah, I still believe it. I still think Why a little get... less? Because I thought we would know it by now. I thought we would have I, – I, there were things that I saw, too, and heard the Patriots saying to each other, and that leads us into this, our, soup, our respective Super okay. Sundays. And by the way, the week was great, and we have great stuff coming for you in future days. We got uh, 20 minutes to kibitz with uh, the delightful Travis Kelsey, a fun guy. We'll, He's a fun guy, isn't We'll he? let you hear that, and we'll put it out for you. Where did you do that? As well. um, on the Radio Row, Media right. Row there, we sat down, um, and uh, Erica Tamposi, uh, who was who, – who, Claims she wept on Sunday night. She was so sad about the Patriots' loss. What kind of weirdo cries if you're a Patriots fan? Why? How much more do you need? I would cry. If my team lost the Super Bowl, I would cry. Oh, stop it. How much more do you need? Well, I have five in 15 years. You have nothing to cry about. Tears of joy. What a great thing. Expectations have been raised. All right. Okay. So you wanted to win again, but also, uh, as Tom Brady said, no one's feeling sorry for us either. Fair enough. Yep. Um. But she said, uh, because there were four chairs out there, and she said, uh, why don't you sit at one end and have him sit at the other for no good reason? So that's how we did it. Um, <laughs> it was dumb, but it was uh, it was fun. He enjoyed it. He was a fun guy. We also, I mean, you know, talk about, talk about crazy. I got the kibitz in a room alone with, uh, with Roger Staubach, and we talked about the one of the great um, – one of the great non-divisional, non-regional rivalries in the history of sports. Mm-hmm. Championship um, level yep. rivalry. Pittsburgh Steelers, Dallas Cowboys, and how those games defined who is considered to be the greatest team of all time and his respect for his foes and this and that, Super Bowl thirteen, Super Bowl ten, and so on. We did that. We talked to Jerome Bettis, and he broke down for us in great detail his first-person account, of course, of his fumble, his one memorable, his most memorable play of his career, and he poured over it second by second. That was great. Then the uh, the coup d'etat, number 32, people, the guy who a lot of people I don't think, think that my means actual what you fun. think it means, but carry on. What is a coup d'etat? Is coup when d'etat you overthrow <laughs> when the, it means when you overthrow a... Well, I just overthrew the greatness of Staubach and... That's fine. You made a mistake. Bettis. Carry on. Just roll through it. I'm not the first. No one's listening. I was like, listen, that, you know, that, that was an innovative word choice there. Um, the uh, In walked Franco Harris. Oh, and I think by the end of it, Emma VP, 
the love was mutual. I think it was. I think so too. We got a photo of you guys side by side. Yeah, we got a photo of, of of me and him side by side. You do, you yeah. do look father don't, like father and son. Don't bury the lead there, MOVP. I need a picture, Mister Harris. Hey, Mister Boss, can I get a picture with you? <laughs> Mister Boss, that's Emma calls you Mister Boss. No, Mister Bus. Oh, Mister Bus. I thought she was talking that's, to you, exactly saying, asking your permission. You're my favorite. Oh wait, here's Franco Harris. Mr. Franco, you're my favorite. Emma wasn't That's born within out. 20 years of Franco Harris putting on a I know. A I thought it uniform. was beneath her to make that claim just to, for for a photograph. Right. But that's what she did. I'm I not, sat behind. Funnily enough, I sat behind, it, literally the row behind the two of them at NFL Honors. Did you really? Yes. Lovely men. We had a, we and had Mean a, Joe. He was a, he was directly in front of me, splitting the two men you just mentioned. I mean, I talked to Mean Joe. I talked to Mean Joe as well. I mean, what a crazy thing. And really. That's what they were all talking about in NFL Honors. They were like, hey, did you, did you speak with the. Don't be. Don't, don't give me your business. I, you know what? I want Spaghetti, who is a who's a more powerful man than you, handsome. Physically, I mean. Could you take Spaghetti? Who wins that fight, Emma VP? Who De- would win that fight? Definitely Hank. Hank would beat up Spaghetti. Oh yeah. Oh my. Really? I don't think I would. Okay. I think I actually think it would be embarrassing if we fought. I think it would be embarrassing for both of us because I don't. I don't think. First of all, I don't want to fight Eddie. Right. And I'm not. Spaghetti I'm not a fighter. Does Spaghetti he? I'm with, I'm, with the, I'm with Hank. I'd wave the white flag. I'm, why am I going to fight? Why are friend? we fighting each other? We're friends. I don't you, fight. We're not fighters, Dave. Spaghetti. We're lovers. All right. Well, yeah. that, I mean, uh, we're not literally lovers. No, but I know. We're Closer well, then, than fighters. If right. you love spaghetti so much, then why did you put your foot down and say, absolutely not. Is is he allowed to be in the Twin Cities for Super Bowl? Which are the two, si- which are the two cities is your weird. favorite? <laughs> well, that was hard to choose. I asked Minneapolis many... or St. Paul's. Was I ever in St. Paul's this week? St. Paul's. What? I was St. Paul. <laughs> yes, just it's just. Why one. not? They're Why St. Paul? Well, I don't know. Everything but else is possessive. At honors, we had great stuff there too. We had oh, such wait. A... Answer my question. Were you in St. Paul at any point during this? Yes, week? I was. Was I? I don't think you were. Didn't I was there either. for for media night. We had a great time. In that media was in St. Paul. That yes, and then uh, that's where the uh, the hockey arena is. And I don't think the basketball, I don't think the T-Wolves play there. I forget where they play, but it's not in Minneapolis. In Excel, in the Excel Center. But either way, so, um, yeah, so I, a great time, a media night, a great time getting to talk with uh, these real legends and and uh, and then um, and then Super Sunday. Oh, and then, but just sitting around the, you know, the, the hotel bar and, you know, glad I'm kibitz in there with uh, Ty Law, Aliquippa Quip. Legend, you know, and uh, you know, uh, yeah, my mother's from Hopewell High, where Tony Dorsey right. went. He's like, oh, of course I know that. And anyway, Kent Brown, when you need him, Ty Law will be paying us a visit uh, sooner rather than later uh, here too. He's uh, he comes out here all the time. Really he's anxious to pay us a visit here. That's, so that's great. That's gonna be fun too. I like Ty Law is one of those great Patriots players. Like yeah. it's hard not to like Ty Law, even if you don't like the. Patriots. Yeah, we talked about Willie a little bit and stuff, uh, and uh, you know, his some of some of their memories together from that era. Anyhow, all great stuff, but all. Uh, uh, prelude to Super Sunday, and I woke up. I was being there at SBLII, Dave. Oh yes, let's get to it. Let's get how to that. This is there. the topic that everyone wants to know the answer to. How be? How, how was, was being, being there? there at, where at, at SBLII? Well, I woke up and I thought to myself, and this will sound crazy, and I know I uh, am saccharine going on and on about uh, you know how lucky I feel for the experience of Super Bowl week now eight times over eight times in the I've, I've gone to Super Bowls 
Um, I remember you and I going to our, we went in the car together to the the first one you went to, which was the Pittsburgh Steelers. That was the, that was maybe the most exciting. That was the, I remember you were like a little kid then. Well, I you're like a little kid. In fact, you were like a little kid that really needed the bathroom because you were like hopping, jumping up and down in the car like that. And then it turned out you actually really did need the bathroom, and yeah. we had to stop at a gas station. No, that was because Gil Brandt was in the car with us, Cowboys legend and architect, of course. And we're in the car, and it's like a, it was like a forty-five minute drive from it was downtown way, it? to the stadium. So we're driving, and Gil wanted to get himself uh, a soda. And so we stopped at this uh, convenience thing. In the middle of nowhere, in a wasteland. It was like snow everywhere. Going to Cowboy Stadium where he is essentially the king of the stadium. Right. I mean, they like, hey, it's Gil. And he's good to everybody in there and everything. And uh, a couple hours later, he took me down onto the field for the first time I've ever been on a Super Bowl field the day of the game i'm walking around there's the steelers painted in the end zone at cowboy stadium then he takes me up to jerry jones owner's box this is like two two hours before game time you know my head was spinning but uh but back to the convenience uh, store he goes and gets a soda and uh, and then comes back out and as he walked up to open the door i i told the driver just pull up like three feet and (laughs) and we did that twice (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to kill twice. It's not that. He's a good human. He's a good human. So that was fun. at that moment as well. But I think both it's very funny both doing, of us doing the bit that you do to your friends in high school, doing it to Gil Brand as we went to Cowboy Stadium. <laughs> the, but anyway, uh, the Steelers bus drove past as well. I remember when we were parked at that at that gas station. Is that right? Yeah. That was a good time. That was uh, eight years. But ago. that was eight years ago. But Let's absolutely. talk about how was so lucky to go to all these and all that. And yet I woke up and there was some confusion over my credential, and I thought, if this is going to be a headache, I don't want it to be a headache. Just for, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Then I was contacted. Oh, we have, we, you know what? We have, we found your credential. You can get it. Uh, go to the game. Get it here. So, okay, I'll go to the game. Then I get to the stadium, <laughs> and then there was a, an issue with the credential. Some, for some reason, you know, electronic, put it into this thing. Beep, beep. Okay, you're approved. Go in. And for whatever reason, I was there with um with uh with, with Chris Rose and uh and um so that's a that's a little bit of a name drop a and Ladanian bit. Tomlinson. Okay, that's a bigger name drop. No that was a bigger Chris one. Rose, but but You're right. Yeah. Ladanian Tomlinson. And in fact that and and also Wendy Moyer who, you know, makes the another, whole thing another go. Another name drop. Well, makes the whole thing go around Super Bowl week, organizes for everybody Every week, all the all, all Wendy, the Madonnas. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so the four of us are in a car and as we approach the stadium the uh there the guy is talking and he, the the driver's talking to us and apparently gets distracted so much so that he pulls the car literally onto train tracks as it's going ding 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 what? back up back up and we back up before the 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 thing can drop so we miss the the thing blocking us in on the train track and we get out of the way, and we're like, wow, that was crazy. We almost, <laughs> almost got stuck on the train tracks about uh, three, 400 yards from the stadium. And uh, we, we survived, and it occurred to me, it was sad, I, 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 that I, I said that, you know, if that was how it ended for me, that it would have gone like, uh, you know, NFL, well, you know, Pro NFL Football Legend. Hall of Famer, late Ladanian Tomlinson, tenured uh, host of uh, of professional sports, Chris Rose, and two others were killed in an accident. I doubt, I don't think they've even mentioned the others. You don't even think Chris no. Rose gets a mention? No, I think Ladanian Tomlinson. That's it. All right, well, I feel better. Was the about train it. going? Because if he because if he gets one, and then it's just two others, then it's you know then it was the train fun. going fast. 
it was I, I – th- I, I then felt that – I said, you know what? That train isn't going so fast. I said, Ladanian, you might have just lost your legs. Yeah. That might have been it because you would have been closer to it. And he said, no, because I would have jumped over you like uh, like I did so many if you're any kind of man, If you're any kind of man, you would have you'd have said, look, there's a you know a, an all-time great. I'll let me – hey, I'll swap places with you as the train's coming. No. That no? didn't occur to me. Not in that moment. That's you, you find out who you really are in that moment. Right. And I, I would have been out. A coward. Goodbye. I would have been like, everybody get out of the car. And I would have been like, what? I'm over here. You know, I would have already been out of right. the car, you know. So, um, anyhow, I, and then we get to the thing. And the, uh, my thing wasn't reading. The, the, the badge, the credential wasn't reading. And I sat there for 45 minutes. And it was a whole nightmare of like, and that, the, you know, a couple times, I ah, forget if it's going to be this big a hassle. Maybe it's just not meant to be. Maybe I should just go back to my hotel room, lick my wounds. This day is a bust. Finally, I get through. They do figure it out. I get in, and I'm like, yes, my favorite single moment of every year is that I get to walk around on the field 45 minutes before the game. Except when I get that, get in there, they say, oh, no, you missed your window to get onto the field. Now you can't get out there. Mm. So now I'm angry. Well, there's all this, all this, all this hard work and all this hokum at the thing with my credential. Now I can't even get in. Right. Now I don't get to do what I love to do. If so then only, I was, if only you had someone, a good friend, a pal, a colleague, then I who would have been able to to help the you. Text in that message situation. of my lifetime, the most important text I've ever sent. <laughs> handsome, SOS. That's all it said. No, I said, hey, handsome, I can't get in there. Can you do it? Like, like a, like a, like an angel. Uh, descending from from the heavens handsome appears seconds in later. the runway in the runway comes out from the field out to me and 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 uh, escorts me out on to the much ballyhooed gridiron where I saw Tom Brady and company throwing it around having a little scrimmage if you will in the pregame with me <laughs> right next to him I mean I mean I you know I could have caught one of the passes I was so close and and there then I once again ascended to the heavens then for game time, I went back into the stadium, and I really didn't have anywhere specific to go. There was right. not, I didn't have a seat or anything. So where shall I watch this game? I found myself in the green room, the NFL. In the green bowels room. of the stadium. Yes, it always seems like a strange way to describe it as the True. bowels of the stadium. Nevertheless, that's where Handsome and I hold up and uh, and watch some of the game. But it was in a strange. This was a strange room and a strange experience because we were, we are. 15 yards away from the field that the Super Bowl is being played on. We're 20 yards away from the best seats in the house. We're, you know, in the vicinity of 70,000 people who are sitting in seats watching the Super Bowl. And we are watching it in a concrete room. With 11 other people. With about 11 other people. Staff eating out of those, uh, uh, eating a, a buffet, which was, as I said, Pretty quite good. tasty. It was very good. What did good. you like? I had the braised rib, which was delicious. The braised ribs was and dynamite. And then some, the mac and cheese, which is like the cheesiest yeah. mac and cheese I've ever tasted. Hey, kudos to whoever to cooked the, that up. I, and then I, I had a joke with a lady who was kind of a helper in that room that she'd cooked everything. Yeah. And I was like, wow, you really nailed it with this Absolutely. braised rib. Congratulations. You and my mm. old man have the same bit. You should be very <laughs> proud. Does that with every waiter in every restaurant ever. <laughs> hey, you're a great you're a great cook. As she joined in the whole, t- whole way. She made some great um, oh, tomato I, soup as I well. Could, I could barely hear you after the first five seconds <laughs> over my own laughter. It was so great. It was such, it was such a hysterical bit you two had going there. Um, right, anyway, man. Burns and Allen, move over. <laughs> um, the uh, So anyway, 
Then halftime comes, and I'm considering, like, I'm watching the game, and I can't even hear the broadcast. That, so this is the thing. We're watching it. You could you could see the, the game on the screen, and it had the scoreboard, bizarrely. Like, the scoreboard was the strip at the bottom, so it didn't have any graphics. You couldn't see the time of the game, so you had no idea. We oh, You could see which quarter we're It was in, a weird feed. You don't we're know, not hearing it was not a helpful, and Collins. It was not a helpful feed, but it had the stadium announcer who, after something would happen, Quite a long time after that would be seven yard gain. Yeah, it was. It was. It was like the that. most. It was. It was. It was really the worst way to watch the distant, Super Bowl. Right. It's. It must be what people watching it in uh, in uh, Mongolia no, must see. I, must be no, like no, that no, kind no, of a feed. I actually am involved in that as part of my job. No. They had a much better experience. It was, it was apart from the fact that they weren't then able to walk out and then suddenly, you know. The only good thing was that in lieu of Michaels and Collinsworth, it gave uh, it gave Damashek his uh, the chance to do what he loves to yes. do, which was give his own broadcast, running commentary throughout to the delight of the staff. Delight. So anyway, then at halftime, it's Justin Timberlake, and I was thinking, are we an hour in yet, Emma? We are, yep, 62 minutes. Oh, my okay. goodness. I can't believe it. You've done it again. I, 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 you've I, done, no, really Dave, concerned. you've done it again. You're flapping your gums, too. All right, <laughs> we'll wrap it up. Here. No, 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 I'm not asking you to wrap it up. I just was interested in, in how far we've got. So we've, like, we've, we've spoken about this football game for more time than the football game actually the action lasted. It's true. You're right. It's good. That's kudos to us. Yeah. Uh, we've set another Super Bowl record. You're the MVP. We didn't even try. Uh Co-MVPs. Move over Harvey Martin and Randy White. Right. Super Bowl twelve. Um, Spaghetti and Emma VP. No, no idea, idea what just happened. Either one of those human no. beings. She's texting. Uh, <laughs> did you make it home okay? I'm actually texting with Matt Money Smith coordinating our Thursday podcast. Yeah. Ooh, good tease. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 you're like Mike Tomlin. You're looking ahead. Good that's point. that's when right. that's when that's, that's when, when, that's when things go happen. wrong. Please All right. Know. Now, how, how do you know we won't still be doing the Tuesday podcast? I was thinking about, you know what? This is how I'm going to watch the Super Bowl. Why not at least be laying on my bed in my hotel room? You did say that. Experience. So I left just at the end of the half. I left to go do something. And you were like, I don't think I'm going to be back here. When you get back, I think I'll probably go. Well, to because hotel. I thought, well, that's it. I've had my experience. You be, Thanks to you, I got down on the field. I got to see, you know, the Patriots coming out of the locker room was really neat right there as they're emerging onto the field. Great stuff. And um, I I see I, I, I thought, you know what, Justin Timberlake, I know my uh, my kids are excited about that. So I want to get them a good video of it. I knew I knew Oprah was enthused to see Justin Timberlake at halftime. I thought maybe I can get her some really close video, something close up. Maybe mm-hmm. he'll walk through. Or whatever. So I go out there and I'm kind of stuck. I can only get so far. I can't get out onto the field to get video of it. And it occurs to me while he's singing, oh, well, the Patriots are going to come back out here in a minute. I'm just going to stay here and see what they're like. And I and, and I looked around and realized there is no one. There's no one else from the media here. There's just security guards to make sure. Well, that's because no the media is not allowed there, Dave. That's the exciting thing. You're, you've transcended media. I am standing there. And with 30 minutes left, down 10 points, the 21st century juggernaut is coming back out in what might be their last go-round. Certainly, we know together. It's the last game for Patricia and McDaniels and who knows, Gronk, and I don't know who else. Ref last game for him. And then they come walking. <laughs> I heard about that. <laughs> and there they come walking out past me one by out one. Out of their locker room. There's 
Belichick with the with the usual uh, sour puss on. And there's Danny Amendola, who I could literally handshake, except he's focused and intense. And there's Tom Brady, and there the they all are. The second half of the Super Bowl, Dave. What did you expect? Down 10. <laughs> I, it's not that that would be what I... That's your takeaway. Whoa, those guys look really focused. No, my takeaway is that nobody took me away. Nobody oh, said, get out, what are you doing? You, you, hey, we don't want people. We you probably shouldn't be shouting about it now. I I was within my, within my rights because I checked with security guards. Am I okay here? I don't want to run afoul of your rules. I don't want to get you in trouble with me standing here. They said, no, you're fine. Just so, you know, and they, they appreciated it, in fact, that I vetted where my position right. was. Then... Then it was then it was on from there. I guess so I see that, and then I go back to where we. You're like, watch okay, it. I'm going to go back to the holding cell. I look over, and they bring in a giant box, like in uh, Pulp Fiction, but it's bigger, like the briefcase, but it's a bigger version of that briefcase. They pop that thing open. What do you think's in there? I think you. BLT. Lombardi is hidden away, and they take it out. They, I'm like, what? No one's here but me. Well, look at this. I wasn't thing. here then. So what did you do? Did you did you act cool? No, I went up and videotaped <laughs> it and pretended like I was going to touch it. You know, because they because they wear white I'm gloves so, so that they don't I smudge found it. You're in there still up. They they they, they wear what they they're unironically like putting on these white gloves. Yeah, that even you know, with one, nobody no around, they're like, well, we don't we can't smudge that you thing. Can't. So then I was like pretending like I was going to touch it with my oh, finger. They must you know? have loved you. So that was great. Then the game wraps up. It was a. It was obviously an exciting second half, and then I go out after to the field, and I'm waiting for somebody to say like, "Yeah, you know, you shouldn't be out there." But of course, my badge. I mean, the you know the credential. I love how you call the credential the badge. Oh, That's wait, what oh. it was. I don't have a badge. I, I the badge put me about. above the law. I went out <laughs> on the Super Bowl's fifty fifty two field, and by the way. What a beautiful stadium. We didn't it is say a great that. Stadium. I mean, really a lovely uh, play, a really great, uh, yeah. great space. Um, although I still think it should be open air for the sake of the home team. They can it open gives that roof, field though, right? No, they can't open They it. can't? No. Nothing. Isn't there a window you can open or something? No, it's just a giant glass window, which is what I think L.A. Stadium is going to be, too. Anyhow, I Wait, you can I, open that window? No, I don't think okay. you can open. I don't think. By the way, I've said that many times before. These places, they make such a big deal. Oh, we have a retractable roof stadium. Then why don't you ever use it? You never use it. That, that's mm-hmm. my tip. That's my pro tip to all anyone within the sound of my voice who's thinking about building a, uh, a billion <laughs> point two a billion dollar, dollar stadium. stadium. Don't bother. Don't spend the extra few hundred grand on the uh, – or wait, mil, no, hundreds <laughs> of millions on the retractable roof there because you're not going to use it. You think – it's like when you're getting a car. Like, yeah, yeah. we want the oh, roof. Oh, I want their sunroof. I want yeah. the sunroof, but you're not – you know what I've had one. You don't really open it yeah, that yeah, much. Yeah, that's true. Same goes for your stadium. Again, for anyone, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they that's just invest that here. money straight into ads on this show. That Oh, you know what? I like that. So I go out on the Super Bowl 52, and the confetti is falling. Green, A lot. Green, white, black, and silver. And the people are having a grand time. The people that are still there, who, of course, are all Eagles fans. And by the way, yeah, it was probably, I would say, what do you think it's 70-30? Eagles, in the stadium? Patriots uh, fans? Yeah. Which I don't, uh, you know. There were some neutrals who then became sure. Eagles fans. I don't condemn, by the way, any Patriots fan who couldn't summon another go-round yeah, of right. a Super Bowl trip and what that cost and everything. You have been to, I think, uh, 17 in the last three years or something like right. that. How many can you go to? Um, 
But the Eagles fans turned out because who knows when their next chance is, and they were, were rewarded with a, uh, a singular memory in their, in their lives. And um, I go out there, and, you know, at this point now, the families are all coming down onto the field as well. And I know, again, I hate to be saccharine, but that thing, and you see it every year, these guys, you know, their wives or their significant others, and then their kids come down, and then their parents come down. And the one-on-one moments you ha- mm. that they get to have, and some of them are crying, and some of them are, are overjoyed, and some of them, uh, you know, the, the players are hugging, and they can't, uh, you know, you and me, I can't remember what we talked about, remember what we talked about in August, and here we are, like those kind of conversations. And I know that players – The shock as well. There's a moment, like, we, I, I, I was there – Literally, yes. the game ends, and you, you're like, you won the Super Bowl. And they're like, they yeah, can't that moment, they can't speak. That moment of – that because that's what happens when you are the underdog and uh, uh, legitimately underdog, really like, we did it. That that moment of, we did it. We really did this is 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 just something to, 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 to be close to in, um, you know, down there right after it happens and everything. And there are guys running around. There's a, a there are the ENG crews, the, you know, the the camera guy and the, and the reporter from Philly and national guys all around there. And amidst all that, I, you know, I, 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 it occurs to me, oh, you know, I, I'd like to congratulate certain guys. And I, I, listen, I'm vain. I'm not arrogant, but I am vain. And I, I don't think that, and that's what, I, I, so I want to say to the, these guys, uh, congratulations to some of them. I don't think that any of these guys are my friends. I'm not deluded. I don't think Chris Long, Malcolm Jenkins, Tory Smith, or anyone else on the team thinks, hey, Dave, I, oh, my good friend Dave. But I do think they they are aware of us and what we're out to accomplish with our, with our foolish uh, ongoing endeavor here on the show. And we they were all nice enough to kibitz with us on media night and, and prior to that, each of them. So to get to see them in this in this moment of glory was quite a thing. The best, but I have my cell phone out, and you know these people are getting professional shots. These these crews with these you know uh, ten thousand dollar cameras on their shoulders and everything. And I'm walking around with my iPhone, just walking up and shooting it all, and taking pictures and taking video. And uh, uh, the first thing I see, well, the the first thing I see is Howie Long, right there holding Chris Long's uh, you know toe headed little boy in his arms. And it's chaos down there. I mean, it's, you know, yeah, yeah. loud music and a thousand people and a crush of people and all wanting their confetti all wanting their moment of validation from these guys to say to, so that that guy shakes their hand or whatever to say congratulations. And amidst it all, I look and there's Howie Long, a kindly old grandfather, just trying to occupy his, his grandson. grandson he doesn't care what he doesn't know what's happening. And he's just kind of like talking into his ear and it was a and, and it was a great moment and you know, football is family and all that. But really a Hall of Famer is holding his grandson who was spawned by his son who is a two times a back to back Super Bowl winner. He and repeated. Literally. Chris Long literally repeated along with LeGarrette Blunt, the only guy to do that for a different – the only two guys to ever do that on different teams. And there's Chris Long. So I say – so, I, you know, I just say, hey, Chris. And he turns around and says – and say, well, do we have the sound? Hello. Hey, Chris Long. You did it, my man. You picked us. You must won. You picked us. Did you say anything to Only Brady? Only guy in the country that picked us. I don't know if you stuck with it, but you're still my guy. I did. I did. Muzzle's up, man. Really happy Thank for you. you. Love you. Love you getting that, man. Hey. 
<laughs> you say it again. Say it again. So much for white uniforms. Wait, so, hold on. So wait, he you spoke to him on Sunday morning. Sunday morning? No, I spoke to him. Wait, on I thought Sunday you night. didn't pick them until Sunday morning. No, no. He what he was referring to. So let's go through that. Right. First point, he is acknowledging that I didn't know that he knew that, but he was aware that I had picked the Eagles in the preseason. He he thought I'm the you're the only guy who picked us. And you'll remember, handsome, you also you specifically said, "Do you want a mulligan on your preseason picks?" And I said, "No, I'm sticking with all my picks. I'm staying with the Eagles." I do, I do remember that you're a man of your word. And they so I stuck with them. And so I did pick them. I didn't pick them to win the Super Bowl in in September, but I did say that they were going to win the division and all that. And so that's a weird thing for a vain person to hear from a guy who just played a significant role. You stuck with us, and I appreciate that. One, but, you know, I said to him on media night, I asked him if he would be conflicted emotionally because he just won the Super Bowl with Tom Brady. So I asked him this, and here was our exchange. Are you going to feel bad when you sack Tom Brady? Listen, Tom, Tom's going to get the ball out. We're going to try our best to get to him. Uh, listen, I admire him a lot, but I wouldn't feel bad if I hit him. Will you be like, I'm sorry about no, this, Tom? No, 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 no. No, I'm not going to say a word to Tom. Like, listen, you, you, you don't want to poke the bear. So, yes. So, he did, in fact, hit him. That's why I asked right. him, did you did you say anything to Brady as he sat – well, he didn't actually get a sack, but he did hit him in, yep. in a critical moment. I said, did you say anything to Brady? And then at the end, he said, because he and I um, have uh, – you know, we, we our, our passion, our mutual passion is uniforms. Uh, and so, he said, how about the curse of the white jersey? You know, and which he just – he just uh, – he and his pals – just uh, disrupted. So that was that was great, and you know his moment of uh, of joy. That was that was a super cool thing. And then I thought, hey, one year ago I was with Malcolm Jenkins in Houston. He wasn't in the Super Bowl, so we sat down and we talked, among other things, about the fact that he has a giant Lombardi trophy on his uh, tattooed on his forearm. We talked about that in Houston. Mm-hmm. So then I followed up with him post Super Bowl, and here was our conversation. Hey, Malcolm, congratulations, man. I appreciate it, man. Hey, barbecues on me anytime you want. Where are you going to put the next tattoo? Got to get another Lombardi. I don't know. I don't have no space on my arm, so I might have to put on a body. Hey, America's team, you're a great man, not just a great football player. I appreciate it. All right, back to a, 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 a recurring theme here. Dave being a little cheesy, but I mean it. I think, you know, yes, that is the pinnacle of his professional life, and that is a huge deed to win the Super Bowl. But I think, really... This, um, you know, they are America's team, and I decreed them to be that when, like early October or something, because these guys, I mean, you know, Bucky Brooks tweeted it, and it's 100% right. One thing you can't say, you don't have to like, you can misconstrue purposely why Colin Kaepernick and then Malcolm Jenkins really picked up where Kaepernick left off and, you know, took over the kneeling and really became out for an active player, the guy, the driving force of that, and really making it into a proper campaign and, you know, ultimately sitting with uh, Commissioner Goodell and, and taking positive steps to the for the future. And likewise, Chris Long walking over to him and putting his arm around Malcolm Jenkins early in the season when he raised his fist. It wasn't – Malcolm wasn't kneeling. He was raising his fist. But for Chris Long, with much – acrimony being directed at Malcolm Jenkins for Chris Long, a white man, to go and put his arm around a black man in that situation and support him was, to me, the defining image of the 2017 season. Now, they could have gone on and, you know, accomplished great things socially, 
and more important ultimately than whether who win, or who wins the Super Bowl. But it is not a small matter that these two professional athletes won the Super Bowl. So the combination of the fact that they – not one thing you can never say again is, this is a distraction. Right. You can't do this because it gets in the way of winning, and that's not what we're here to do isn't to make social statements, which I disagree with. And if you like Muhammad Ali, then you really can't talk that way. And uh, you can't have it both ways. These guys made – important social statements and again if you choose to misrepresent that and talk about something because uh because a kook decides that it's about something other and you decide to follow that nonsense that's your business but of course you know you're wrong deep down it was about something different from the get-go anyhow that moment is everything and to to expand on that that Nick Foles is up there, and in the moment of his glory, he is, you know, espousing, espousing his, you know, he's a born-again Christian and a devout one, clearly. That they, that they, that, you know, Chris Long being who he is and Nick Foles, that that, I know every, we make fun of it. No one outside this locker room believes in us. Only we believe in ourselves in this locker room. I, there's, it, it struck a different tone for me because I found it sincere. Maybe I'm a sucker. I really believed that those guys really did rally together, and it, and it, is, I, it was a motivating force. Is it the reason they won the Super Bowl? I don't know about any of that, but I do think that they are sincere when you hear these guys on this team talk the way they do right. about how much they care for each other. That was I, great yeah. stuff. I think, I think you'd see it, and maybe it's just the imag- your imagination – making you believe that afterwards but it seems with Super Bowl teams there is something very specific about the team aspect and how the team bonds and and it could be you know it's not always about one single thing but there you always get the impression after a Super Bowl that was something special about that chemistry and kind of the ingredients of the people that are on that team that that kind of willed them towards the Super Bowl as much as anything else and it it really feels like that those guys after the game hugging and doing all the things you just mentioned sort of post game when they'd won made you feel like wow this is this is a really special group of people where other teams might you know you you see the images all the time they're throwing all their stuff into a black bin liner and and walking out the door yeah i mean uh, for me it hit it hit me a little bit differently than it has and i've exchanged right. with other guys on other teams that just won a championship this one felt different to me somehow and after all the nfl season is a war, if you will. But let me tell you about another kind of war. Have you ever wondered what it might be like to captain some of the greatest warships I of World War I, II? I, I you never have. never stopped thinking about that. Oh, good. Then, then you definitely need to check out World of Warships. It's the free-to-play historical online combat game from Wargaming. How do I get it? Listen, you download World of Warships for free today. You could do it tonight or tomorrow, but why wait? Do it right now. I, oh, I love using my phone when I'm on you the You find podcast. it. World of Warships at commandwarships.com, and there begins your naval adventure. Make sure, though, handsome, if you're going to do it, go the extra mile, enter the code DAMASHEK18, which is, I'm not even that age, I'm 23. (laughs) Enter the code DAMASHEK, D-A-M-E-S-H-E-K, 18, when you download to get a ton of bonus content courtesy of the Dave Damashek football program. This includes a free premium ship, the famous cruiser Aurora, a pile of in-game currency to jumpstart your bullion. WW2 naval experience. Again, just download World of Warships today at commandowarships.com and start playing today. I'm going to get my – I've got a captain's hat at home. I'm going to do all that when I'm wearing well, that. I like that. Yeah. I'd like to watch that in, in, in your underpants. That I don't need Captain to see, Underpants, they call me. <laughs> 
<laughs> might have, that might be trademarked. <laughs> Anywho, so to bring it on home, I, I, you know, I just think these, you know, what, you know, what do I say, handsome? I'm a guy. These are men. Yes. Chris Long is a man. He doesn't. He he gave up his entire salary for the year. You know, that's remarkable that's stuff. Remarkable He's thing. not just, hey, I'm a I'm a multimillionaire and I don't need to concern myself with anyone else. That is, you could say, well, that would be a, a myopic and pathetic thing to be. But listen, there are plenty of people who are like right. that. He's not that. He is, in, in fact, the 180 degree opposite of that. He is someone to measure up to. Malcolm Jenkins, same. Tory Long, another great Smith. man. Tory, Tor- what did I say? Tory Long, it's fine. Tory Long, yes. Not Tory Long, Tory Smith, another man, not a guy. I caught up with him on media night. Here's what he had this when I asked him, do you have anything nice to say about the Patriots? Hey, do you want to say something nice about the Patriots while you have a chance? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> All right, sweet. Thank you very much, guys. I respect them, though. I got to say, hang on, hang on. You don't have to throw that last part in. I'm just saying I respect them, but you can't talk enough like that. So, you know, he he was he was locked in on the game. Right. So then I caught up with him on the field, and he was holding his little boy, and uh, here's what he had to say. Hey, Tory Smith, congratulations, my man. Hey, do you want to say something nice about the Patriots now? Cam's a runaway. <laughs> no. Runaway he came here to do what he's supposed to do, man. man you a lot of respect some... for those cats, though. Hey, congratulations, pal. Appreciate it, brother. America's team. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I am distracted by my very weird my man. I don't know where my man came from. Where did I, where did I start in with my man? I don't know. I, I was. You, it, you do that a lot, actually. Without my right. man, you call me my man a lot. Yeah. I've never called you my man, Emma. Have I ever called you my man? That would be weird. I can't say you have. See, so don't make up lies. Anyway, Tory Smith with his wife and his little boys. I mean, it was just the it was just the the coolest thing. And then I go up to Zach Ertz, who had the what I guess was considered a controversial, at least according to Chris Collinsworth, touchdown. Here's what Ertz had to say. Hey Zach, was that a catch? Oh yeah, I mean I don't know how you can say it wasn't a catch. So no uh, no controversy, yeah. at least as far as he was concerned. And then a minute later, I turn around and I say, wait, I know that guy, that seven foot tall man in the uh, in the green Eagles jersey. Who is that? And he turns around and it says Free Meek Mills on it. And I realize, oh, it's Cat, it's Carl Anthony Towns of the Minnesota Timberwolves, and he's giddy. He's like, I've been waiting so long for this. And then he turns around to Zach Ertz, and then they're glad-handing with each other. And it was just crazy to be on the field. This NBA superstar got uh, kibitzing moments after this Super Bowl hero just scored the game-winning touchdown. That was awesome. And then it's all punctuated by I, I, I see the eagle guy. Uh, what's his name? Swoop. I see Swoop, Swoop the mascot. And uh, I say to Swoop, uh, I start kibitzing with him a little bit, but he has to uh, he has to uh, cut off our conversation because the chords of Fly Eagles Fly begin. I got, you know, I got to. That was a great moment. It's got to be that. I mean, I can't imagine there are three better renditions of that, more satisfying renditions of that song. I mean, I'm standing right behind uh, Swoop the Eagle, 
as he conducts like uh, like you see the the conquering quarterback on his in his last college right. football game conduct the marching band. But this is fifteen or thirty or twenty thousand Eagles fans all gathered round as he conducts them, and as they say E A G L E S, it was it was it was just great, and we get to see this every year, and it doesn't really change based on who the fan base is. It's always a joyous moment, and it's always fun to get to be down there. And this one, uh, for me, a little extra special, trumped only by Super Bowl 53 and the fact that I suspect. Let's make it now, Hanson. Let's wrap it up here. Go ahead. Super Bowl 53. What, you want a Who are we going to be joined in Atlanta by? Which teams? Okay, here we go, Dave. Based on... Almost nothing. Do the right thing here, handsome. I am anticipating seeing a Super Bowl in Atlanta, right? Mm Mm-hmm. With Nick Foles. What? Quarterbacking the Minnesota Vikings. (laughs) I love it. Against. They can't trade him, you understand. They don't know if Carson Wentz is going to be ready. This pipe dream that everybody seems to have that Nick Foles can't leave. Dave. Go ahead. The Miami Dolphins. Uh, no, in, no, in fact, handsome, you were close. But the <laughs> Super Bowl Fifty Three. I haven't really thought about this at all. No, I haven't given it, uh, even a second's thought. Could we do the? Could we do the Packers? Is that possible that the Packers could get there? That's a little boring. That's boring. How about the Falcons for a home game? They could. Mm, that could I could see that big bounce back for that. them. But Wouldn't be that I, big. One thing I do know. They're going together for one last. They're going for one last shot at it. They're bringing them all back for one last time. Super Bowl Fifty Three. This confetti will not be will not be green and silver. It will be black and gold. Can't wait to see you there at Super Bowl Fifty Three. Levy and Bell and all the rest of the Steelers. Confetti. But uh, we'll check out for now. Yep. With Handsome Hank. We'll be back later in the week. Are we doing another show this week, Emma VP? We are doing another show this week. All right, we got a lot of good. Eddie's in the middle of a rundown right now for us. Yeah, Eddie's reading the rundown. (laughs) (laughs) It'll it'll say, like, where do we go from here in Culver City, California? Um, Yes, we do do have a lot of good stuff coming your way. I teased a little bit of of it for you. Travis Kelsey, the Tomahawk uh, fellas who are great fellas, and we talked with them. You know who their producer is, right, uh, Handsome Hank? Who? You don't know who Joe Thomas and uh, Andrew Hawkins' podcast producer is? Emma? It's Black Tie. That's right. It's Black Tie. Black Tie. You remember Black Tie? I do. Yeah. He's now, over you there. Men- now you mention him. Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah, it was great to catch up with Black Tie at the Super Bowl. It was a great time. Overall, because I know they're all tuned in right now, I'm sure the uh, the, the heads of commerce and otherwise in uh, the Twin Cities are listening. A wonderful time yeah, well in a done. wonderful city. I Both Minneapolis it. and St. Paul. Yes, yes. Why can't you two come together? Right. You know? Why it's enough. Twins. It's enough. In 2018, let's just be one city. St. Minneapolis. Yeah, or they should take it in turns. Like one year it's called Minneapolis. The next year it's called St. Paul. Togetherness. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.